All right, so we are live. Good evening. You're truly Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board certified internist, host of the Real Physician Reacts. If this is your first time catching this series, this is when I typically go live Thursday evenings to either get what's on my mind, like out of my brain, or I talk about something that's kind of come across my timeline that I'm like forced to talk about, uh, especially if it's health related, public health related, medical related, and whatnot. Or just talk about a topic that, you know, I just, I just been meaning my chest, right? So this week, we are kind of going, it's almost like a part two of last week's Real Physician Reacts. If you have not had a chance, make sure you are subscribed to the channel. That way you get that notification every single time. Especially if you're not watching this uh, directly on my YouTube page, because I know I'm also broadcasting it within my Facebook group and on my uh, Facebook business page. So appreciate you if you're watching it from there. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about monkeypox and COVID-19. More importantly, I want to just talk about what I'm seeing from a from a response standpoint, right? We're not going to get down to the nitty gritty. I have plenty of content that literally gets down to the nitty gritty. Um, if you check the links in the description, um, we actually just wrote a uh, finished writing a blog post this week, uh, giving a monkeypox overdue which has a lot of frequently asked questions within that. What we'll do, in fact, when we get a chance, we'll actually go and uh, take a quick look at it um, before we get out uh, this show. And then I have this quite a few different content associated um, with uh, COVID-19 pretty much since the beginning. And like this description says, we've been talking about COVID-19 pandemic-wise since, again, the beginning. Like it, it, it hasn't been something that's been lost on us. But I think what's important is that as this monkeypox outbreak is continuing to make more news cycles, is continuing to kind of, you know, get into the psyche of a lot of people because a lot of people are really paying attention to it. I want to talk about what I'm seeing from a physician standpoint and more the you know social media person that I am um, when I do my education. What am I seeing uh, that is a starkly different contrast? So let's let's bring it back to 2020 like mid 2020s where covid is a thing let's bring it back where people are afraid they're concerned let's bring it back to the point where businesses are being shut down and quarantines are happening worldwide so you have this disease covid-19 that comes seemingly out of nowhere out of china and it's a disease that clearly we are not equipped to handle at the time. It's a new disease. It, we're not used to dealing with this type of the respiratory disease that not only spreads to a lot of people pretty quickly, um, infects quickly, but worse off, doesn't kill quickly. And the reason why that's usually a bad thing is that it's allowed to you know, fester longer, right? So that's if you have a disease that you know, one or two people get it, but the second one or two people get it, they also die. That disease cannot spread. But when you have a disease that not one, not two, but 10, 20, 100 people can get it, and it lasts long enough so that people could just keep on getting it over and over again, that was a recipe for disaster. And as we can see, two and a half years later, millions of deaths later, COVID-19 has forever changed the lives of many. We have many family members who did not 
make it through the worst of the pandemic. And I really say the worst of the pandemic because we're still in the pandemic. We have many friends and family members who were disfigured from the disease associated with COVID-19. We have many friends and family members who have felt either the effects of a death or a loss either directly or indirectly from COVID-19. And, and as we continue to move forward and as we continue to want to take that next step where we say, all right, we're finally out of pandemic, more and more variants just keep coming around to say, hey, I'm still here. So when I talk about the process or just the response, there was a lot of fear, a lot of concern in the initial run. Like I want us to remember what, what occurred. You probably don't, right? When when COVID-19 first played its, you know, reared its big ugly head, we were not only were we wiping down everything, not only were we washing our hands every chance we got, we were buying loads of hand sanitizers. We were going to different towns to take all of their hand sanitizers. We were buying groceries and keeping them in the garage to say, you know what, I don't know if COVID-19 is on those groceries. Give me a chance to clean it off first before I bring it inside my house. When we think about some of these uh, Uber Eats, DoorDash, Postmates, Pizza Hut, like all these delivery food places, they used to be able to bring it to your door. They would knock on your door. They would wait for you to come outside and then hand you the food directly. But once COVID-19 came around, they were like, you know what? It's okay. Just leave it in the front and I'll come out and get it. And that's it's still a thing to this day, just so we can kind of remember just some of the drastic changes that occurred because of COVID-19 and this pandemic. But as those changes continue to occur and as time continued to progress, we got better in diagnosing we got better in treating. We had a significant regime change from a political standpoint who was actually ready to deal with a pandemic. So you just saw things move in a better direction. But unfortunately, in moving in that better direction, you started getting people saying, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm through with this. I want my life back. And I don't care if me, one of my life backs, puts myself at harm or puts others at harm. I've done countless Real Physician Reacts videos where we had professionals leaving their jobs because the choice of get a vaccine to protect the group versus not get vaccine and not have a job uh, was too much for them. And they said, I'd rather leave even though they never really left quietly. We saw people bombard school board meetings across the country who never stepped foot in a school board meeting. And I bet you, if you ask the school board officials now, they've never seen those people again. Like that, that was a thing because of COVID-19. So our lives have been forever changed for the better, for the worse. So when I talk about monkeypox and the monkeypox virus, and more importantly, this 2022 outbreak, the tide seems a little different. And I think the reason why the tide seems a little different, I kind of mentioned it last week where I had that person on TikTok ask me, hey, Dr. Barry, if 
COVID-19 left a disfiguring disease, left you as a disfigurement that you could see from a mile away. Do you think more people would be concerned about it? And at the time I said, I don't think so. Because we've seen enough people say, you know what? I don't care if what I do puts me at risk to get this disease. I'm going to do what I want to do. It's my responsibility. It's my body. You know, they try to co-opt the my body, one choice movement. It's my body. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I don't care if me doing what I want to do not only puts myself at a harm, but it puts the whole group as a whole. So I looked at that and I said, you know what? If people are willing to put themselves in the line of fire, put others in the line of fire by proxy, there's no way that it wouldn't matter if a significant rash and pustule-like disease was an issue. And I'll be honest, and I'm 100% okay to say it. Boy, was I wrong. So let's talk about monkeypox. Let's talk about outbreak 2022. Let's talk about the fact that I've gotten so many questions in regards to monkeypox. In fact, I probably answered more questions about monkeypox in the last two weeks just on my TikTok platform than I've had to answer about COVID in a year, just to give you an idea of just a different level of energy. And you may be asking like, well, why are people you know, more concerned about this? Especially when at the time, in fact, give me give me a second. Let's let's see. In fact, let's let's do it live. Let's see how many people are dealing with uh, monkeypox and monkeypox in general, just here in the United States. And I think it's important when we talk about this aspect of U.S. U.S. because U.S. cases obviously is you know obviously I know a lot of my. A lot of people who watch me are from the United States. So let's talk about U.S. cases. All right, let's, uh, oh, let me, uh, obviously it'd be good if I shared my screen so you guys can see what I'm looking at. All right, so um, as you can see here, right now the U.S. has about 4,600 cases of monkeypox um, during this outbreak. And of course we would lead uh, the number one, uh, yeah, in the world, right, from outbreak, because we typically do that. Uh, you see Spain is number two with about 3,700. Germany, number three with 2,400. Um, and United Kingdom also has about 2,400 as well, right, just to give you an idea of the total number of cases. And when I tell you that these cases, when I tell you they're jumping, jumping for quite a few reasons, like I said, I have plenty of uh, information about monkeypox. We're not here to get into nitty details, but I do want to think about, like, the numbers we're asking, right? Like here we are, we're talking about 4,600 cases amongst the millions and millions of people here in this country. But when I tell you that the energy is so different about this disease, when I tell you that the energy is so different about contact, about spread, about how it's transmitted, about vaccines, the amount of people who are asking me about vaccines, again, is I, I love it. I love it that people want to talk about the prevention of a disease because that's what we're all about. That's what we should always be about. But it, the, again, as a, as a physician who is on social media, who has been on social media since the start of the pandemic, 
who's had to sit in clubhouse rooms, who's had to sit on, you know, who's had to watch. And, you know, I, I read my YouTube comments, you know, who's had to go through that and see this energy shift for monkeypox is extremely, extremely interesting. And for a lot of different reasons. But I think if you ask me, the most predominant one is the fact that people do not want to look like they have monkeypox. That's it. Because when you had COVID-19, you can have COVID-19 and you're walking around. You're in your own world or you're playing it off well enough. That was cool. But if you're walking around and you look like you have monkeypox, and by looks, I mean that you get to that stage where you're extremely contagious and the rashes are everywhere and they look hideous and, and they're all over your face, your arms, your bodies, your groin, your back, your legs. When you're walking around looking like that, first of all, you don't walk around. You stay home because you don't want no one to know what's going on there. And then it's not like it's a painless disease. You're in pain as well. So there's a lot of people who just that picture alone or just the pictures alone or the stories that they're hearing across this country of, wow, I got this monkey box. It's not good. It hurts. Like just that factor alone has a lot of people asking questions and being much more energized about this disease, especially in the beginning like they were against the COVID-19. And when I talk about just these similarities and I'm, I'm having to answer questions, a lot of times I will continue to reference, hey, remember what we did in the beginning of COVID-19? Because I can't say what we're doing now because it's not like COVID-19 has gone anywhere. It hasn't. But what happened is that our energy is so different towards it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know it. But it's because... Now, this new kid on the block, which, again, at the time I'm recording this, is only about 4,600 cases across the country and here in the United States, just about 4,600. So, again, grand scheme of things is not a lot, but it's enough for people to say, like, you know what? I don't even want to think what a COVID-19 pandemic would look like if it even looked in, in regards to how COVID-19 turned out. The questions I get, is there a quarantine? Is it a possibility of quarantine? How does it spread? And the way I know that more people are taking this serious is I'm getting even specific questions across my, uh, especially TikTok. TikTok's been very big. First of all, let me, get, in fact, let me give a shout out to TikTok while I'm here. Um, obviously, shout out to my YouTube uh subscribers love y'all we hit over 1200 uh the other day love and appreciate y'all but we are now at over 10,000 uh followers on TikTok right because the energy for the monkeypox virus is great so absolutely so if you're if you're one of my TikTok um followers thank you appreciate you love you um, I got, I, in fact, I guess now that I'm 10,000, I should go live on TikTok. Like I've never, I think I went on it once early just to kind of test it out. And I think I never went on it again, but I think I'll, because I'm, you know, I got to 10,000, I probably should go live. So uh, if you're watching, I'm going to go live on TikTok soon. But the energy is so different that I'm continually having to reference, hey, remember how we did with COVID-19? 
and and, and I was kind of mentioning before I had, went on my little rant. The reason why I know people are taking it a little bit more serious than they did COVID-19 is because now the questions I get is, hey, I work in a gym. What should I do? Hey, my child's in daycare. What should I do? Hey, school's about to start. What should I do? Hey, what about the housemaids and housekeepers? What should they do? Like people are, are beginning to internalize it. Because uh, even, hey, I want to, uh, I had someone today ask me, hey, I, we're, we got a vacation. We want to go to a theme park. What should we do? Like we're getting, I'm getting more and more questions like these. Why? Because more and more people understand that it is a possible reality that they could be infected with monkeypox. That was not the state that we saw with COVID-19. We didn't see that. We saw different, we saw a different, or we see a different level of energy associated with it. And again, I'm glad to say that I'm wrong. I believe the biggest aspect of it is because you can't walk around here looking like you have monkeypox and thinking that people are just going to be able to want, who's going to want to sit with you, who's going to want to conversate with you. Like that's not going to happen. Mind you, the fact that if you get monkeypox, we're talking about staying away for about three weeks. Remember remember when people thought 10 days was a long time? Imagine calling your job or the CDC calls your job. I don't know if the CDC does it, so don't, don't like hop in my comments. Don't do that. But imagine the CDC called your job and said, hey, Barry Pierre um, just came down with a case of monkeypox and he needs to stay away for 21 days. Like, what do you, what do, you do with that type of information? What do you do when you know that you are primarily responsible for taking care of your family and and putting food on the table and paying bills? And now you done picked up a disease that makes you not be able to work for three weeks. Like, what do you do with that? Like, this is real life conversations people are having across the country. These are real life conversations People are having in my comment sections like, hey, what about this? What about that? Um, swimming pools, right? I, the, the amount of people who are asking me about swimming pools uh, and can it transfer in water, even though we've, again, we've already explained it. Again, link is in the description. Again, in fact, well, in fact, well, in fact, let's, let's, do, let's do this while we're here just so people can um, get an idea of where they find some monkeypox information on my website. Uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, perfect. All right, so this is my website here, drbarrypierre.com. Um, oh, this is one of my one of my infographics. Uh, again, uh, if you're a part of the Lunch and Learn community, I like to give, or I'm starting to work on giving out infographics just so you guys can get some good visual picture of what's going on. So this one, we, we were talking about high blood pressure um, a couple weeks ago, so I, I made a high blood pressure one. Uh, so that's just a pop of that up there. But if you go to, if you go to Dr. Barry, you see my face. Um, if you go under um, the blog, go to the blog section. And it's the, actually the most recent blog that I did on July 27th, the monkey pox overview. Uh, this is going to be the overview that I think a lot of people are going to want to see. Um, just, just so you can kind of see a table of contents. One, uh, you get the uh, ability to get one of my free infographics. And then I just kind of break down what is monkeypox outbreak of 2022? What is a monkeypox virus? Signs and symptoms of monkeypox virus infection? 
How does the monkeypox virus spread? How to prevent the spread of the monkeypox virus? How is it diagnosed? What are treatment options? Are there vaccines available? And can the U.S. handle a monkeypox outbreak? So again, if you go to uh, drbarrypierre.com slash blog, and then uh, the first one, but like depending on when you watch this video, if you want to go to the date is July 27th. That's when this blog post uh, came out. I gave a nice little uh, overview. Again, if you're part of the Lunch and Learn community, um, you get a free infographic. And just let me see if I go to my infographic section. In fact, if you just go to resources, then under infographics, you'll see them there. Right now, I have a couple. I have a, the, I have a monkeypox one. This monkeypox infographic is kind of like a, a, a digital version of that blog post I just read. So, um, so you can have a nice little uh, free guide there. Uh, again, they're all free. You just got to sign up for my Lunch and Learn community uh, in that regard. So the op options, again, are absolutely uh, you know, plenty, right, as far as trying to find good, credible information out there for monkeypox. But I can tell you, again, as, as a clinician who's been on social media uh, since really this, since forever, but definitely during this pandemic, I am absolutely, I said on my Instagram, I'm absolutely loving the energy y'all are giving. Like y'all are y'all are giving monkeypox its energy that it deserves, and let me tell you right now, I'm not here to tell you that we're about to quarantine or we should quarantine. I'm not here to tell you to stay away from gyms. I'm not here to tell you um, you can't try clothes out like in the mall anymore. I'm not here to try to tell you those things. I'm just here to say like if you're going to do some things, these are things you're going to need to be concerned about. These are things you need to worry about. Because, you know, you know, the motto, I don't know if you can see my shirt, empower yourself for better health. That's always been the motto of the Lunch and Learn community. We are always about trying to empower you guys with the best knowledge. Because if we empower you with the best knowledge, then you will make the best decisions. And that's what we're here for. And I'm actually working on getting a virologist uh, to hop on the podcast as well. We actually had one, uh, Dr. Cindy. She was a, she was our virologist slash um, a fraternal uh, medicine expert. I'm working on getting another virologist just to kind of talk about monkeypox because y'all are asking me lots of questions. And mind you, I'm doing my reading, so I'm, I'm answering pretty well, but I do want to get a virologist's opinion, their expert advice, what they're thinking, especially from their field. Because I mean, who could, if, could you imagine five years ago saying, yeah, I want to go to the field of virology and you know, be like, okay, I'm just here and not realizing that it's probably going to be one of the most sought out fields for expert advice five years later. Just a, just a crazy, 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 crazy game there. Right. So, again, I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. I appreciate each and every one of you who either catches this live or catches me on the replay. Make sure you share this out to five different friends. I appreciate it. Make sure, especially for my YouTube watchers, you are subscribed uh, to the YouTube channel that will you get that notification ping and say, hey, Dr. Barry's going live again. Go run over there and uh, drop a comment. You guys have been absolutely amazing. Protect yourself. Remember, the links are in the description for the monkeypox overview, as well as my COVID-19 overview. If you look at the links for the COVID-19, you'll see I've been talking about COVID for a long time. So there's a lot of different things in there. Uh, for you to enjoy, but definitely you want to catch the, the the most recent blog post 
or just catch last week's episode um, of the Monkey Pox just to get a nice little overview. So you guys be blessed, and I'm going to see you guys next week.